As many of you may already know, if you are an avid listener, or maybe you've even heard her in the background, Milo and I rescued the most perfectly adorable golden doodle named Zeppelin. Since then, I have noticed a lack in the pet market. So the problem solver that I am decided to fix it by launching our very own pet company, The Fetching Barker. Fetching Barker carries the cutest, eco-friendly pet supplies available on the market with a portion of the profits going directly to support global conservation efforts. We carry high-quality CBD for anxious or achy senior dogs, along with some exclusive handcrafted items. Get all of your puppy basics, toys, training, treats, and so much more at the Fetching Barker. The grand opening is scheduled for May 25th, but I am currently accepting product reservations now. Follow along on Instagram at Fetching Barker for products, new releases, featured barkers, shop updates, and so much more. Are you a fellow mom looking to make a legitimate professional income around your lifestyle? If so, then I hope you consider enrolling in my new Home Bookkeeper Masterclass. This class has everything I personally used to build and scale my very own bookkeeping business from the comforts of home. Freelance is the future, and with today's cloud-based programs and technology, you have the ability to work whenever and wherever you wish. Included in the Home Bookkeeper Masterclass are all the insights on building, branding, and marketing your very own bookkeeping business, a pro advisor study guide to help you pass the optional and free QuickBooks Online Certification Exam, and a business resource guide full of all of my favorite products that I use at EDJ Consulting, plus a free gift just for you. To check out the Home Bookkeeper and enroll in the online masterclass, visit www.emmadon.com. Hey, Wine Moms, and thank you for listening to this MW Network and Emma Don production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, themommywines.com, and wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. For exclusive content and early access, make sure to tune in on Patreon. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great about yourself. I am just sitting in my house like everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, same here. Where's home for you? I am in Salt Lake City. Ah, so you're not only dealing with uh, the quarantine, you're dealing with the earth shaking and and rattling and rolling on you, huh? That was the most terrifying thing (laughs) I think I've ever been in, in my life. It was, I've never experienced anything like an earthquake before. That was my first time. <laughs> Very nice. Hopefully Very... I don't have to do that again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've got some friends up there in Salt Lake City. They were like, oh yeah, hey, wow. They're like, oh, they just thought a heavy truck drove by. They're like, oh no, no, it's not just a heavy truck that drove by. It's, it's, the, it's the earth moving and shaking. So glad yeah. everybody's safe though. It happened at the perfect time because my alarm had just gone off <laughs> and I laid my head back down and then all of a sudden my like my bed was shaking. There's dents in my wall from my bed frame and I'm currently renting because mm-hmm. I'm newer to the area. So I'm on the third floor. So I'm feeling it way more than people <laughs> who are on like ground level. <laughs> and I was I woke up. I was like half back asleep and I'm like what is happening maybe it was the perfect time for something like that to happen because I think if I was fully conscious 
I might be like more traumatized than right. I am, but it was it was unreal for sure. That's that's one hell of a way for God to tell you to get the hell up out of bed. I know. Stop being a lazy bum. Get up. Get to work. Good times. Good times. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so you have a podcast of your own. I have a couple that I do. One is uh, the main one that I do. I guess um, we've been doing for about three years now. It's called the Note Closures Show podcast, and it's focused on buying distressed debt, and distressed mortgage investing. And then we, you know, we talk a little about that field because uh, I've been doing that for over, golly, over about you know fourteen, fifteen years now in the in the real estate space of investing in in, in real estate. And when everything hit the fan during the Great Recession, you know, a dozen years ago, I just stopped from being on the mortgage origination side to jumping on the other side of buying the debt from the banks and then trying to work out situations and modifications and payment plans with the borrowers who are way upside down. And so, I'm one of just a couple people in the in the very niche space, in the broader space of real estate investing that teaches that actually. And so, I've had the podcast for three years now, after teaching it for ten years. And uh, yeah, we just. Recorded episode 580. Uh, we've got about 600,000 downloads. And then we've also got the show in syndicated across the country on um, different radio stations. So we get about 2 million plays to the radio station's website every month on our our episodes. So, oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw that you do your, uh, your bookkeeping from home. And, and, yes. And, and doing that for books. So I, I think that's why I reached out originally. I thought it was like, hey, it'd be a great idea to have you on my podcast to talk about that aspect of things now that everything's kind of been delayed a little bit till june because everybody's kind of freaking out but i'd love to have you on my podcast to kind of talk about that and what you know business owners and entrepreneurs need to kind of set up to do versus trying to do it all themselves with TurboTax or something like that you know what i mean oh yeah absolutely there's so much chaos right now and even when it's something i feel like the financial industry is something that's always affected no matter what kind of chaos is happening, yeah. whether it's a natural disaster or, you know, a sickness like the coronavirus yep. or anything, you know, um, the financial industry is one of the first industries to be the most affected. And right now, I think after 2008, people really started getting, you know, more cautious. And now I'm getting my phone is on fire and I've been working like a dog because not only is it tax time, of course, but there's also a lot of things going on and a lot of uncertainty yep. and people are kind of really concerned about that. Yeah, exactly. Well, is, are you going to see, do you think you'll see a, a reduction or a little bit of a breather with a, with everything be delayed till July now? I think so. Yeah. That's good. Okay. There's already been tons of extensions filed and, you know, I'm trying not to keep up with the news <laughs> because I can, you know, I'm only a human. I can only take so much, yeah. but, um, you know, I get updates cause I use QuickBooks online and, you know, they've been keeping me in the loop on the financial news that's coming around from what's going on. And it doesn't look like there's going to be tons of penalties or any problems getting yeah. extensions so it's going to be fine well that's the thing i looked at it was like okay what we do we just all file extensions it's not that big a deal for the most part um but oh well sometimes everybody has a knee-jerk reaction kind of thinking through the whole thing you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and i think agencies like that especially because i do um 
I do the like bookkeeping and HR for an event center here called the Maverick Center. Oh yeah, okay. And and it's a city owned, you know, building. And um, you know, tons of the government buildings are closed. Yeah. Schools are closed, government buildings are closed, my you know, the Maverick Center's closed and so I've only been working from home, which I'm I'm glad I can do. Right. But you know, I think people really get like worried but once there's so many requests for extensions and things are closed they just automatically you know figure it out yeah exactly <laughs> i agree with you there yeah it's like uh, being in austin we're not set up to be i mean we're not uh quarantined to be you know locked down from home although there's some talk about it happening this week for the most part and i work for, you know i work for myself and i've got virtual staff in different parts of the country so i mean i have an office i could go to if i wanted to you know, it's only two minutes away. I'm very blessed that way. But I worked from home this week just for the heck of it. But I agree. You got to turn the news off. You got to turn Facebook and the news off. I'm just kind of, uh, I'm almost, almost, almost the point where I think we should have the Hallmark Channel on nonstop. My, uh, <laughs> I got to be quiet about that. My girlfriend, Steph, is a big fan of turning that on under the day. And I'm like, oh, it's the same old, same old thing. <laughs> I need a volume to go along with it or a full bottle of wine to go along with watching that for more than an hour or two. So Yes, but you know, there's just something comforting about a Hallmark movie. It's it's debatable. It's totally debatable. It's the same script. <laughs> the guy's in consulting or a real estate investor or a coach of some sort, and the girl's always a shop owner, a realtor, something like that. And it's just like, oh, something just got tossed at me. Yep, I'm getting the middle finger for making fun of Hallmark right now. Thank you, Steph. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was giving you, I was giving you props. I was, giving you props. I was not, I was not making fun of you. <laughs> anyway, good times, good times. Warmer weather is just around the corner. So make sure to stock up on all your shorts, tees, and tanks from Zaya Active. Zaya has something for the whole family with the always popular and growing men's collection and even new kids and junior sizes. As always, you'll find your favorite premium leggings, with new items being made from recycled water bottles. I just picked up the purple bomber bra, and it is so soft, and I swear the quality might even be better than the original. Shop the Mommy Wines podcast event on myzaya.com backslash amadon for your order number to be automatically entered into a spring raffle. For your chance to win, head over to myzaya.com backslash amadon today. I was listening to your previous episode about that bitch sold my house and I was cracking yes. my ass off about that. And then your last episode too, you guys were struggling to put up a video, a video or something, a video camera to try to record it on YouTube. Oh yeah. We've, I've been, I don't know. I have been debating going back and forth about putting up videos um, on like IGTV or YouTube yep. of like, the video versions of my podcast uh-huh. um but there's so many times that i do podcasts remotely yeah. i wasn't you know i just kind of gave up on it but yes that is actually how i got in touch um with misty harper nice. is because she was the daughter-in-law of the woman who owned my rental yep. um a townhouse that i was renting when i f- had first moved here to this area yep. The haunted, and the haunted townhome. I think it was haunted. 
I really do because there was just a very eerie, heavy feeling in there. But so I'm not upset at all that she sold it. Now <laughs> um, moving out in two and a half hours or three hours, that's a little crazy. But yeah, I can understand that. It was insane. And right now the market is out of control in Salt Lake because there's so many law changes going on in California yeah. that now we're getting all these Californians coming over. And, you know, I'm not somebody who was like, oh, I want to move to Utah because it, it's not really my scene. Yeah. It just so happened that I my son's dad is from here and it's kind of where I ended yeah. up. But now there's like all these people who are like die hard. I want to move to Utah and like they'll pay whatever they want for Stupid. it. And the market is just out of control. Well, it's going to soften up. I'll tell you that right now. Everywhere is going to soften up and take a bit of a hit for the most part. Um well, I hope so because I'm tired of renting, <laughs> and I don't want. But I don't want to pay Salt Lake I don't prices. Blame so I don't blame you at all. Go ahead, crash. Exactly. We get we Austin as we joke, but we're like California East because we get so many people moving here on a, an annual basis, and they're you know selling their house in, in California, and then moving here buying three times the size of the house for a third of the cost. And it's oh, just, yeah. just kind of crazy for the most part. But anyway, I mean, it's uh, you know Vegas is going through that right now. They're moving from San Francisco to California as well, trying to be affordable. But then Vegas is going to take a big hit because of all the tourism and the casinos closing for a while. And people love God's waiting room or Florida, as I call it, uh, because it's <laughs> touristy and sunny. But it's going to be another big thing with all the tourism and travel agencies down there too. So it's it'll, right. it will be interesting to see what happens in the next six months. So well, that's why. It- you know, I should just go home to my tiny little town in Ohio. What part of Ohio? And <laughs> I'm, fr- I'm originally from a town called Medina. It's about 30 minutes yeah, south of Yeah, I Cleveland. know where that is, actually. Shut no, up. I swear to God. I, we, no one ever knows well, about I, it. We've got, we've got a bunch of uh, just notes and, and uh, real estate up in Ohio. So I've actually driven through Medina before. I think I guess they have like two properties in Medina now I think about it. Uh, it is yes, it's 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 not the biggest area, but it's clo- it's far enough outside of Cleveland. It's uh, it's not not quite rural, but it's still you know you're a thirty minute drive in a down or forty five minute drive in a downtown. So there's no traffic for the most part, right? Yeah, it's it's yeah. perfect. I loved it. Except if you like the well, you you live in Salt Lake, so you have the cold in the mountains and stuff there. It's just that you know if you're hopefully you're not a Browns fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm actually a Green Bay fan, so nothing in my life. Oh makes sense. no, it doesn't. Except the cold. That's like the common factor we see down here for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't do the heat. No, no. Not, I, I, well, I like the. I, I would much rather be hot because I can always jump in the water versus being cold. But I'm originally from Minnesota, but grew up in Texas, and Austin's been home for 20 plus years now. So, um, but you know, hey, wh- wh- wherever home is, wherever home is that right? <laughs> that's true wherever my doodle and my there kid you go. are there you go exactly <laughs> so you all have heard me talk about real good foods before if you follow me on instagram and if you don't you definitely should you'll have seen milo devouring the real good foods pizza well my favorite frozen food company is now launching ice cream real real good ice cream no icy or chalky texture like other light ice creams It's made with fresh milk and cream, giving it that smooth, creamy goodness we all love. On a sweet note, there's only 4 grams of sugar. The new Real Good ice creams are sweetened with alios, a naturally occurring sweetener found in things like figs and dates. 
This rare sugar has one-tenth of the calories of typical cane sugars, leaving this guilt-free frozen treat with a low 180 calories per serving. You can find this real good ice cream online at Real Good Foods and Vitamin Shop. So what are kind of some of your predictions that are going to, you know, be happening so soon? I, well, first, that's when we talk about some of the misconceptions people are feeling, like, you know, I see everywhere people like, oh, my God, even from some of the most well-known, you know, some of the people that I know that are pretty, I would think are pretty financially savvy. They're like, oh, my God. Uh, am I going to have to pay my mortgage for like the next 60 days, or the next 90 days, or I've been laid off from my work, you know, um, am I going to have to come up with a rent? And here's, here's the biggest thing I will tell anybody that's listening to this or anybody that you know is first of all, take a chill pill. Nobody wants to have the, the, the black eye or the bad press <laughs> of being the person that's booting people out in the middle of a pandemic. That's like, that's the right. worst Besides kicking grandma out on a ventilator who's in a wheelchair, that's almost as bad. Okay, <laughs> um, but the thing to keep and- the thing to keep in mind is that the banks are already realizing that people are freaking out, and so that it's, it's nice to see most of the major banks have already gone to the point saying, "Hey, you know, we're gonna just delay things ninety days. If you're out of work or your your income has been affected by the coronavirus." We're going to give you some opportunity to get back on your feet, which is a beautiful thing because they're going to get bailed out by the government anyway, like they did last time. But it's going to be, oh, it's yeah. going to be like two, three, four times more this time around than it was at twelve years ago. Ridiculous. When you look at the bailouts, not only from the banks because they're not foreclosing, to the tourism, to the travel all that stuff. Oh my gosh, I would be surprised if the government comes in and takes over some of the airlines like they did um, with Amtrak or like they did with a GM a few years back. But um, the biggest thing, my predictions are, is like, look, banks are going to give people probably realistically six months. They're going to be a 90-day period where they're not going to accept payments. The next 90 days, there'll be a lot of forbearance agreements, uh, allowing people to get back on track. Um, if you're a real estate investor and you've got tenants in a place, you know, uh, the best thing that you can do is reach out to your landlord immediately and, and say, hey, I've been affected. Most landlords should not be evicting. I know that many of the... Um, governors or even the president has said this before, but a lot of the governors are canceling evictions or even sheriffs are refusing to enforce evictions for the next, at least through the rest of this month and through April to see where we're at. That's yeah, that's happening here in, in Utah Mm -hmm. is that they just released a statement saying that they're doing a, um, like a mortgage and a, also yep. utilities yep. so utilities aren't going to be shut off um mortgages and rent payments are you know being yep. postponed and there's a lot of verbiage that i kind of want to yeah. touch on and if you say your mortgage or your rent is postponed that's not a free pass to just not pay it i would highly recommend to anybody if you can pay it if you haven't been affected by everybody else like a lot of others or as severely as others and you can definitely pay it because if it's something that's postponed then it's going to come back later and they're just going to maybe add more to your rent or smaller payments onto your mortgage um but if it's being forgiven i would definitely like look at the smaller print and see what is really you know the plan that they've kind of laid yeah, out that's, that's big, see what your state each see what your state is doing is for sure. Talk to the city government. If there's anybody there at the office <laughs> right now, 
Right now, there's <laughs> not. Well, some parts of the country there is, <laughs> other parts there, there's not. There's skeleton crew for the most part. But you know, check out what's going on. I mean, that's the beautiful thing. It's like, listen, if, if you now let's let's flip it to the other side. Let's say you do have a bank, or your your lender is being aggressive, or your your landlord is being mean and aggressive. It does not hurt to pick up the phone and call the local news because they, you know, unfortunately, the news likes to spread bad word more than positive. So that would be that would be something oh, yeah. as far as they listen. If you're trying to evict me, even though you shouldn't be, you selfless asshole. Of, uh, um, <laughs> you soulless exactly monster. Right. <laughs> you beast of a, a, a of a landlord. You slumlord. Uh, you Ebenezer Scrooge. Um, uh, you know, just say, listen, hey, I'm trying to do the best we can. You know, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see if they send what they send out as far as stimulus checks. You know, some talks that be from anywhere from 600 to 1600 bucks, doing it once or twice. You know, that will be helpful. The best thing you can do is if you're in trouble, though, is, is, is just communicate with your borrowers, communicate with your, uh, uh, I'm sorry, with your, your, your bank or your uh, landlord, tell them what's going on. And you know, try to figure something out. I mean, there are there are companies looking for jobs, even if it's just temporary. It's something. I mean, Amazon is hiring like crazy. Uh, so are all the. Oh you know, man, they just opened up an anim- or they just opened up an Amazon um, like hub here in yeah. Salt Lake, and it is out of control. There's like one day delivery. There's they're hiring for everything. Probably 200 jobs. And then you have Walmart is also hiring a lot. You also have uh, all the grocery stores I found who were looking at something online where grocery stores where a lot of the the younger employees aren't showing up to work. So they're running on skeleton crews for the most part. So as trucks are coming in, they're actually having a hot, you know, have somebody stand outside to watch the truck because people are starting to loot the truck for things, which is just crazy. so oh, midnight yeah. stockers. I mean, we see that with the grocery stores here in in Texas called HEB, and then also Randalls. And I mean, some of those, you know, they look like war zones. But you, well, here's the thing that I like to share with everybody: even though there will be shops and aisles that are empty, we still have we are still have so much more than most of the countries out there. I mean, the, the fact that we have grocery stores as big as we the super centers, you know. That's unheard of in 99% of the world for the most part. And we're still very rich. We still have plenty. I mean, there's still fruits. There's still vegetables. Yeah, you might not have toilet paper. You might have to take a shower if you take a shit. Uh, <laughs> but the point I'm trying to get at is, hey, just everybody gets a chill pill. Open a bottle of wine. It's okay to day drink during this crisis. You know, if you have to pop a top, do so. But... <sighs> It's gonna be okay. Nobody's gonna be knocking on your door, evicting you in two hours because they okay, not gonna happen. <laughs> and are you drinking wine right now? Okay, what are you always? Drinking? Always, I am drinking the last glass of this Italian mm-hmm. red blend, and I'm not a big mm-hmm. fan of red, but I've been trying to expand okay. my palate, and I got that, and it is delicious. The best the red I've ever had. It's called okay. Rosatello. I'm probably okay. butchering that, but <laughs> but um, I'm actually planning on doing a quarantine Ooh. wine review because I've gone through quite a few bottles since we've been That's on good. lockdown. You know, uh, you know, I hope when they decide to close things except the necessities that they keep the liquor stores open because God knows 
that's a necessity in this time and age. But you're kind of stuck shut there in Salt Lake. They don't have too many liquor stores. Or uh, it's kind of a dry county for the most part, huh? Oh, yeah. Everything is extremely monitored, very heavily taxed. And you can't just go into like a like uh, a market or a grocery store and pick up a bottle of wine yeah. or, you know, you have to go to like a state agency liquor store and they're kind of wow. sparse. But luckily, when I decided to move here, I picked a town oh, that had one. Kudos so. to you. So I, I'm <laughs> drinking a uh, 2008 Meritage. It's a Carnival Meritage by Vineyard, uh, Leal Vineyards of uh, San Benito, California. It's an estate grown. It's a oh. nice blend of uh, Cabernet, Merlot, uh, Cabernet Franc, and then Malbec. Mixed in with it. Malbec. Nice. We're both going oh, for yeah. blends oh, yeah. today. Oh, good blend. I'm more of a, I'm a more of a Pinot fan <laughs> for the most part of drinking wine if I'm not drinking straight whiskey, but anyway. Oh, that's what I used to drink in college was Jameson with three. Oh, whiskeys. very nice. Very Irish of yourself. But <laughs> well, my dad is oh, from Ireland, go. so but you know, I, I can't hang like I used to. Attention, calling all wine moms. With the amount of wine and coffee I drank, my teeth started to look a little dull and dingy. However, I found the fastest and most affordable solution that makes my pearly white sparkle, and that is ActiveWell. ActiveWell has everything you need to maintain a shining smile. Whitening kits, toothpaste, on-the-go pens, and so much more. Use code MOMMYWINES20 at checkout when you try the premium or natural charcoal whitening goodies from ActiveWow. Available on Amazon, Target, or ActiveWow.com. Make sure to use code MOMMYWINES20. I'm very excited to talk more about um, everything on your show, and I'm going to edit this part out just because I'm opening a new bottle of wine. Um, I know they upgraded the app and now the sound quality is so much better. So I have yeah. to be careful what I'm doing in the background. There now. is a, there's a great app um, that I use all the time called Vivino. That yeah. All you have to do is scan basically with the app Vivino like, uh, and you scan the label and it'll pull up all this information and you can keep track of your, your wines. Um, you can give it ratings. You can see what other people say about it. So if you're going to do your wine review, you might want to use that. So it helps you with, oh, this is quite fruity. I have the scent of apples and pears. And pears pears oh. perfectly with fish, including like a uh, Dover sole with capers. You know? <laughs> Sound a little then, bit yeah, more look, fancy. Make sure you have your pinky up when you're saying that stuff, too. <laughs> Somebody else told me about that. And I still okay. haven't downloaded it. So I got to go All find right, the band you, you heard it here. You got to download that. I was in the, we were in the liquor store last night getting some necessities and this guy's like walking around like what can i get and here is on his phone with his wife just get a merlot i'm like oh no just don't get any merlot here here Ew. use this app to find see, so. <laughs> see i think merlot and chardonnays i'm really like particular yep. about um because i'm not a big fan yep. of reds so like i try to very sparingly try them as <laughs> as i get courageous um but merlot and chardonnay i feel like are two wines that can either be awful and disgusting yep. or they can be delicious and there's not a whole now, lot of in between. um 
I think the only really good commercially produced Chardonnay would be Kendall Jackson. They do a really good job with their Chardonnay. Um, um, but the, uh, what was it, say? Merlot? Yeah, you got to be really careful about that because sometimes it can just taste like dirt or be just, ugh. Uh, I'm more of a, a, a like I said, the, yeah. uh, Pinot Noir, a Malbec, uh, a Petit Shiraz is really good. It's a kind of a good starting point for folks on reds as well because it's not so overwhelming to the palate. So um, what's a good one? I'm trying to think. Uh, well, all the good wine advice, you know, feel free to share because I've been getting so many DMs on Instagram about different go. wines and what people want to be drinking and because everyone's yep. home and we're and there's so many areas throughout the country that are being you know kind of social distanced and quarantined you know I know LA is on a you know need only basis where they can only go and get medical attention or a grocery store and one person can go in at a time. Yeah, they're a little crazy over there right now. I mean, you I mean, let's just face it. California's been in the land of fruit and nuts for years and with the droughts, all the fruit straps, you just have a bunch of crazy nuts for the most part. So <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's true. I, I'm not much. I tried California for a minute, but I'm, I'm not much of a Californian. <laughs> but yeah so throughout this yep. crisis besides maybe just the now um one of the things i get questioned on a lot and it's because i have more of a um like a financial and lending yep. mortgage background uh, maybe not so much the real estate end of it but a lot of people ask me all the time like is it better to buy in a you know, a crisis, are rates going to go back? Are they going to go up? Are they going to go down? Are housing pre- like costs going to just bucket, Good bottom questions. out? What do you Good kind question. of, you know, So here's the thing happen? I would tell people, like, and everybody has a knee-jerk reaction, like, oh, my God, I see my friends, or I see all these flip-this-house shows. Like, oh, my God, Katrina Gaines is my goddess in Waco. You know, you just make everything look good. <laughs> the thing is, is most people wait till the peak to get into real estate, they get in the way to the peak to, you know, to buy their first house or the, to invest in property. And that's the wrong time. When there is a crowd running one way, you want to run the opposite direction. If there's blood in the water, most people get out, but that's ultimately the time to get in. So like right now I'm advising people and tell people like, listen, just hang out. It's, you know, 90 days is the first before I would look at anything. Cause you're going to see, you need to see what happens with the market. It's a, and now we're, I, I believe, and we're going to have a downturn. I mean, we can't, I mean, we we're uh, 12 years, we were 12 years into, you know, a bull market, you know, things increasing and property values going up and just getting crazier and more expensive everywhere. It's Salt Lake, Austin, wherever. And, it, and it, it's yeah, it's time. about I time. Mean, when you look at, we are due, we were due for recession, you know, five years past when we should have had it because the recession comes every seven to eight years. We're going to see a recession. We're going to see property values drop. Just because of the the bailouts and the people, um, there will be foreclosures. Um, you know, six months will be great if the banks give people that much time to get back on their feet. But unfortunately, some people it's going to be longer. We're we're talking that we have a year long problem for a night a year. It's going to take at least a year solution for a ninety day problem. And 
Yeah. You know, this could be another 30 days, another 60 days. It all depends on what we end up doing. I think maybe us being quarantined is a good thing to stop the, I mean, to stop the slow of the spread of the coronavirus, the pandemic. But people are still going to get sick. And, you know, especially when you look at people like, I got sick. I don't know how the heck I talked, touched anybody. I didn't, you know, you know, they, they, all these things popped <laughs> up. We, I still, we still don't know exactly what's the most effective, whether we can use, you know, uh, specific things. I mean, you don't want to go like be gargling bleach to make yourself thing, or you don't want to go and, um, you know, use some common sense. Don't be, you know, it's not, that's the thing. You're not, it's not a diarrhea disease. That's where the toilet paper is gone, but it's a, you know, hand sanitizing, sanitizing, washing your hands, making sure you're clean, making sure you do the right thing. If you feel ill, stay home. Um, I know I've been almost more concerned about staying home oh, yeah. because I have a three-year-old yeah, and, he, and he's a oh, total yeah. germ circus. And I'm like, it's more dangerous at home <laughs> than it is if I were to just, right. you know, go to work. You'd be, you'd be but... safer off going to like Chuck E. Cheese and do one a header into the, the, the plastic ball box that the kids jump in the. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. And, since I've gone back to work, so I mostly have the luxury of working from home. I love having that flexibility, but I do do a couple hours at the Maverick Center, um, you know, a few times a week. But then I also go to financial institutions, real estate offices, mm-hmm. title companies, agencies, and, um, you know, I meet with people and I have two mortgage programs that I developed. Um, one is is on mortgage protection. The other one is on um, it's nice. like a mortgage apprenticeship. It's one of the things that kind of brought me here to Utah is because there's yep. so many credit unions here. And in a credit union, you don't necessarily have to be educated to be a mortgage loan officer, which has caused a lot of compliance problems in the past. So what I've kind of done was developed a program that gives aspiring mortgage loan officers the educational foundation as working as an apprentice for 12 months under a already successful loan officer before they go ahead and just dive in. Um, And, you know, like a lot of that is outside of my house. I don't always get to I have to travel and, you know, things like that are put on hold. I know like the airport was shut down for like uh, a week, um, which is crazy because there is a plane, I swear, every two minutes. Um, but yeah, so many things like that are just being put on hold. And But one thing I have been loving is I have a client who is mm-hmm. a contractor. He invests in real estate and then flips yeah. houses basically. So he has a partner who does more of like the real estate side. And then he does the remodeling, the contracting on taking these kind of broken down houses um, and turning them into something nice and, you know, getting the profit out of it. Um, So I'm really excited because I feel like now is the time that his business is just going to take off because there I. I tried to explain this to his wife and his wife does not have the mindset of somebody who has like the kind of thought process to yeah. be in an industry like that. Are you, are you he saying, does. Are you he's saying great he's at it. He's like, 
<laughs> no, I'm just saying she's more uh, of like yeah, an artistic creative right person. Brain. Okay. She's a yes, like two different brains. Luckily they came together and they make this good circle, but they are definitely two halves. And he is totally ready to yeah. to ride the wave. And, you know, in a business like real estate or construction, there's a lot mm-hmm. of ups and downs and you know, you kind of dive in head first when everybody else, like you said, is jumping out of the pool. And um, I'm just really excited to see what happens with them because I can already tell she's starting to get anxious. And he is just like, woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on top of the world. And I, they just crack me up. And it's one of the things I love about being yeah. a bookkeeper for small businesses like that is because I get to interact with mm-hmm. so many different people and be in, like, I've always been obsessed with real estate and the whole real estate market. Um, I graduated high school in 2008 and I wanted to be a realtor, but yeah. it was 2008. So my grandpa was like, nope, you need to go to college because everything's, you know, yep. going to hell in a handbag. Um, so I went and studied finance and I always just kind of assumed that I would always go out and get my real estate Mm -hmm. license after college, but I just never did. I fell in love with finance and lending and I got into mortgage instead, but being a bookkeeper, it's so cool because I get to interact with like all of these different styles of businesses that Mm -hmm. I have an interest in and I don't have to take that risk (laughs) of like. Well, being a thing, real you don't need a real estate license to be a real estate investor. That's the beauty of it out there. I mean, I'm in a previous mortgage broker and a mortgage banker. And that's what we, you know, I did from basically 2000 to, to 2008 uh, before everything into the, the skids. And so that's the, that's the beautiful of it. There's, there's so many different ways to be a real estate investor besides just going out and being a realtor or being a mortgage broker. Um, I mean, we, that's one of the things that we do on a day in day out basis. We're teaching people how to become an investor. And there's things you can do. I mean, you can go to your local real estate investment club and there's like three or four really good sized real estate investment clubs in Salt Lake City. Um, Justin, actually, I have a couple of friends, uh, a buddy of mine, Justin Bouchard runs a big investment club up there. Another guy by the name of Scott, uh, Scott Moley, Scott Holy. Oh, I can't remember. He runs another smaller club. But that's the beautiful thing is going and networking, maybe not in person, but maybe through Zoom or Skype. A lot of these investment clubs are doing online summits, and that's a great way to learn. There's plus tons of videos on YouTube and stuff like that about investing. So people can get themselves educated. And I mentioned about the, the mortgage apprentice program. That's a huge thing because most loan officers couldn't market themselves out of a wet paper bag when they start off. And it takes a time to build that pipeline of leads and either it's, you know, new originations or refinances and you've really got to learn how to market properly. And if you can do it under the wing of a somebody who's been around through an up and down period, not somebody who's just been around for a couple of years, that will, that will help you immensely, especially oh, yeah. in the next 12 to 24 months as, as our, our markets recover or whatever happens with what's going on in, in the economy. Are you a fan of the Mommy Wines podcast? Well, of course you are, or you wouldn't be hearing this right now. One of the best ways to support the show you love, besides obviously tuning in every Wine Wednesday for new episodes, is shopping the Mommy Wines merch store on teespring.com. This is where you'll find all of the Mommy Wines branded goodness, mugs to hold your coffee over cardio morning java, iPhone and Samsung cases, 
premium ultra soft hoodies perfect for upcoming cooler months, and of course flowy tees and tanks flattering on every mommy out there. Go shop the Mommy Wine storefront on teespring.com and make sure to use code WINEMOM for free shipping. I've seen so much success with it, and not only is it the educational basis of like, because there's a lot that goes in. You can, you know, study for a couple weeks and pass an exam, but there's so much more that goes into it. And there was a lot of stuff that I even learned um, moving out here, out West here to Utah that I didn't have to deal with in Cleveland. I didn't have to deal with um, rural properties. I didn't have to deal with new construction, you know, the East coast in Ohio and Pennsylvania, it's all been built for way longer than I've been alive. Um, But the more you get out West, there's new construction that was new to me. There's, um, you know, different USDA and all these different things. So I think just the educational foundation is great, but then also kind of just getting like the firsthand experience and like working side by side with somebody and kind of having that 12 months to kind of market yourself and get out and network and, you know, while Mm -hmm. still learning. And then when you're ready to, you know, spread your little mortgage loan officer wings, then you're prepared. Um, And then like the mortgage protection side of it. um, I don't know what it's like in Texas. It was not like this in Ohio, but all of the loan closings are done at a title agency here in Utah. There you go. That's my doodle. So there's a lot of different things. Um, you know, I also have my insurance license and it never made sense to me as an insurance um, license holder to do mortgage protection like that. It just didn't make sense to me. It didn't feel like it was in my lane of like kind of the health care or life insurance kind of route. It just felt like it was this add on that just didn't fit in. Um, so I've kind of twisted it and kind of developed a program where it does fit in to people who are in that kind of lane, which are like, um, title agencies, mortgage loan officers, um, even some kinds like realtors, um, notaries, um, you know, financial planners who do like retirement and things like that, estate planning. Um, it just seems to fit in better there. And as like an insurance agent, I just didn't think it fit. So that's also been, you know, very fun. And a lot of people lately with everything going on have been thinking about that. Different yeah. ways that they can save their house or well, protect the mortgage, their mortgage. The mortgage um, insurance is more so for the originating bank for the most part. Um, yeah. yeah, it definitely pays yeah. it off in like yeah. the event of any kind of loss. But and there. And there's so many different things nowadays. Like oh, you yeah, can make totally. anything customizable. Yeah. It's so crazy. Um, which is something I didn't have when I started mm-hmm. doing this in 2012. It yeah. was very cookie well, cutter strict, back well, then. The strictest time and to we be were a loan officer too, because they were still passing the Dodd Frank Act, or they just passed the Dodd Frank Act. They were dealing with issues, you know, who's to blame for the mortgage meltdown? I mean, in 2010, we had 15 million homeowners underwater. You know, they owed more in their house than what their house is worth. And there was a max, you know, obviously a max exodus of realtors and um, 
loan officers and mortgage brokers out of the industry over that period because they just didn't know how to, to market it because they'd come up in a time frame, you know, 2004, 2008, where if you, if you could breathe, you could get a mortgage. You know what I mean? And, and it was really strict to find <laughs> people that had, you know, a credit rating or had at least five or 10 cents per day, you know, percent to put down. But we're back to those crazy times like we were in 2007, 2008, you know, and they've loosened up the strings yeah. and arm loans have been back. It's just for rates have been back for a couple of years now. Um, I was talking to a head at Bank of America the other day, and he's the one that told me originally that, hey, they were going to extend mortgage payments for 90 days. But they were doing originations, get this, 100% financing. If you went FHA, they would donate the down payment, and then they will also pay up to $7,500 in closing costs. So people... I know, right? Oh my gosh, I, I know, right? Who, what, what do you mean now? I, it's got free without having to put anything down or any skin in the game. And that's a dangerous ball game, especially when they start doing it for 625 goes or going down below 600. Now, there's subprime yeah. uh, lenders, you know, in, uh, lending companies that aren't banks that have popped up for the last couple of years have been really, you know, starting to you know, do it. You know, not the, the lighter loans that they used to, but the subprime loans have been back. They just call them non prime now. And, you know, it's not quite the big short. I don't think we're going to see as big a, a mortgage meltdown as we would in the, the movie, The Big Short. But we're going to see it. Yeah, it's like having yeah. like a, you don't want to use yeah. a car. Exactly. You want exactly. a pre-owned all car. About <laughs> a different label on it. Just, you know, you know that, you know, it, it's still a turd with lipstick on it in some cases. So, but that's the thing is, it's not right. going to be the mortgage meltdown. People that are losing their jobs right now. Not only can't pay their mortgage, they're not also going to be able to pay their car, their student loans, their credit card debt. And we've been at record highs in student loan debts, medical bills, car debt, and credit cards for a while. I mean, 85% of Americans are one missed paycheck away from being default. We know that's happening even worse right now. And one out of 10 Americans currently, before this crisis, 10% of Americans were already in their mortgage. So... It, it, it will, the stimulus package will be great. Will people use it to get caught on? Fun, great. You know, you have to, have to look like it's going to be like a hurricane, like what happened in New Orleans with everything, or what happened in Houston and the Gulf Coast of Texas things. Now, I was yeah. a, uh, when everything hit the fan in 2008, um, I had friends that lived in New Orleans, or people, and we had a lot of people that moved here to Austin and San Antonio from New Orleans. The people that were really making money was the strippers. The adult entertainers, because the government gave people money, $2,000 on debit cards. They read $2,000 on a debit card before. So what are they doing? They're buying beer, cigarettes, and going off to, uh, to, to get that all-you-can-eat lobster buffet. You know what I mean? So- Man, if I had any upper body strength <laughs> and some rhythm, I would be raking it in there right now. Go. But you know what? Uh, that's not quite a corona-free environment, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of not free environment Corona, coronavirus might be the least of your worries <laughs> I, right that that's the last thing on my mind if i were to ever Can walk a into a place like that <laughs> i don't think there's enough bath and body works sanitizer in the world there's, a guy, there's two guys in tennessee that got caught with two truckloads like twelve thousand bottles of hand sanitizers they've been hoarding. They've been driving from state to state for the last month buying stuff, and they got arrested for hoarding. Oh. <laughs> they should, exactly. Oh, they should. 
I was driving down the road the other day because it's it's just me and a three year old. So one and a half people. Come on now. Um, (laughs) Like I, I don't have a necessity for like a Costco card or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I don't stockpile things. I don't like I don't have like a stock up of anything. So I'm driving down the road. And okay. I had just left Bath and Body Works and I was trying to get some hand sanitizer because I'm allergic to, I think it's oh, yeah, the yeah. green one, the Purell green one, but I'm not sure. So the, the Bath and Body Works doesn't like make my hands itchy. So I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to get hand sanitizer, I got to go here. They were practically out and I'm leaving Bath and Body Works and I'm driving up the street in my neighborhood and there's a guy having a garage sale. And it's his whole entire garage is filled with toilet paper, paper towels, cleaning supplies, canned food. I'm like, there's no way you could have gone out and bought all of this right now. And the next day, I heard from a neighbor that he was selling a four pack of toilet paper for $50. Nice hot spot in hell for those people. Now, he could have been a double eagle diamond distributor for Amway (laughs) and bought enough of that stuff over the last few years because. That's a possibility. Uh, don't ask me how I know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that, that's, that's straight up. Like, I, yeah. like you're yeah. trying to profit now, I, off of a crisis. Right. I understand. Okay, hey, yes, it's, it's a little bit. I'm going to charge a little bit more. Maybe double what a roll of toilet paper is, but not $50 for a four-pack. I mean, it's cheaper to literally pull out, go to the store, buy a $100 change in a dollar bills and walk in your ass with a dollar bill every time at that point for the most part. <laughs> yeah. yeah almost yeah that sounds about right i just i can't believe it i think in times like this you know even when i went to the store and there were only two pasta sauces left was i planning mm-hmm. on buying a couple sure but i only bought one because there was two left like i think times like these mm-hmm. really bring out but like, the it worst brings out the people. worst and it can also bring when, out the, the the best in people too and what you see in some cases too but well, yes, I mean, the worst comes out. People get stressed. I mean, I almost bit the head off a guy at Home Depot today when I walked in there and he gave me, he was a smart ass to me. I asked him if they had like deep freezes. And I was like, ah, it's probably not a very good chance. But he just looked at me. He's are you serious? June. And I'm like, well, I know I'm going Lowe's right now and order one. So it'll take a couple of weeks. But, and I was just like, mm, just walked out. But, you know, people, what's going to, <laughs> you're 100% correct is that they're, if anything, they're, the, the that middle the middle class is getting squeezed more than anything right now. So you have the lower class of people that are making really thirty grand or less, and that poverty line is different in every city, every every state. And those are the, it's the difference between the haves and the have nots. So those in the middle are the ones that are getting squeezed the most. And who knows what's going to happen with the election? But if this does go on longer, you have to be very careful. You've got to, uh, you know, I don't want to I don't want to cause concern here. But you just got to protect yourself because people will get rough. People, you know, there's probably already an increase in thefts taking place. Um, I know that you guys have a bit of a, a, a homeless situation there in Salt Lake City, like we do here in Austin, Texas, too. And yeah, well, and I've been reading um, that they've also been doing there has been a mm-hmm. giant increase in crime here in Salt Lake. But that's also because they are now releasing 
um, and this is nationwide, they're doing mass releases of nonviolent prison inmates. Um, So anybody that was in there for maybe just not killing someone, uh, (laughs) you know, yeah you know selling drugs or whatever anybody who's non-violent or a mm-hmm. um what do they call it a high security inmate is now being released and a lot of it is because you know like i couldn't imagine mm-hmm. a prison being the most sanitary place despite the fact that you have you know dozens of hands of free labor these men and women can't be trusted yeah. to be you know cordial <laughs> enough to be out of their cells so it makes you know, I'm sure the sanitary situation, they're more difficult, but now people are being released all over the country. And not only is there a panic and not only are people losing their jobs and supermarkets and things are emptying out, but now there's also this increase in crime happening due to the releases. And it is just, I'm more afraid of well, that than I am too, of getting it, a cold. Here's a, some simple things that people can do. And I was just talking about this the other night. I mean, we're in Texas. I mean, we, we love our guns. You know what I mean? We've got, uh, people have their, I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, you know, geez. So I say, listen, just, just hanging out. My that's just hanging out on your office desk. But the, here's the thing you can do. If, you, if you're worried about that, do yourself a favor. Put, create a flyer, a one-page flyer, and put it, post it in your window. Hey, this, this, this home is protected by a, a dog. Or, you know, mama is packing heat, you know. Um, or, you know, hey, you're smiling, you're on video. Because those are the things, those little, even if it's fake, um, it's, it deters people from your place moving on to the next world neighbor that doesn't have that. And, and yeah, that's one of the things I've really considered, especially yep. being um, a solo parent, you know, living alone is in Ohio, everything's so regulated. And I was like, you, you mm-hmm. have to take a gun safety and education class, mm-hmm. which I would still do no matter what. But things like, um, you know, gun purchases yep. are so much easier out out west here. And it's one of the things that I've really considered maybe, you know, going to a range or taking a gun safety course or maybe doing, I don't know if they have this, but like some like target training or shooting training just because I'm not familiar with it. But it is one of the things that I've been like kind of kicking myself (laughs) as I've been sitting here drinking wine in quarantine while all these prisoners are being released is I'm like, why I've been thinking about this for three years. You know, you Why haven't podcast, I done this yet? <laughs> thoughts from the bottom of the bottle. <laughs> that is a great title. It would basically just be me sitting on well, my sofa at like 1130 you, at night. Wasted <laughs> telling you all of my Anna Kendrick you know, thoughts. You could do, you can use Zoom and make it a live event. Um, you know, where it's live streamed or just shared everybody like via a webinar. Yeah, oh, there, I'll go live on Instagram. You know, give them their 10 minutes of thoughts, their 15 minutes of thoughts. I mean, that's actually a really <laughs> great marketing tool because if you go live on Instagram and you bring somebody on live, all their followers are alerted that they're going live and, and vice versa. So it's a great way to pull in followers from other people who have accounts or have followers to bring on people to, have a, to, to grow your Instagram account. If you needed to grow the, the mommy, 
Mommy Wines podcast Instagram follow me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great way to do it. Are you a coffee lover just like me? Sipping my morning java is the only way I can keep up with my toddler and busy lifestyle. That's why I love Coffee Over Cardio. Coffee Over Cardio is a premium coffee company started by female entrepreneur Abby Scott. Whether you love a good flavored blend or a strong roast, Coffee Over Cardio is ideal for any jitterbug. They are also carb-free, keto-friendly, sugar-free, and gluten-free, so pretty much that means they're completely guilt-free. Try Coffee Over Cardio's most popular flavors today, French Toast and New Doctor's Orders Vanilla Hazelnut. Yum! <laughs> Make sure to use code 10 Don to save at checkout. Once again, that's 10 Don at coffeeovercardio.com. You know, if you hang out there, there's if you're if you're gonna stay in Salt Lake, uh, you know, let's talk. I've got a couple that in that neck of the woods. You know, you've got your friend there too, which is great. Um, but I, I'll, you know, let's let's stay in touch. I'll, I'll recommend some people at the neck of the woods for you to talk to, and and, and put some money work for you. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yes. Well, I am so excited to talk more about you know, everything that's been yes. going on, especially in the financial world on your show. Well, go ahead and yep. share with everybody um, where they can find your shows. They can find I'll you online, oh, yeah, sorry. social YouTube media. So the easiest way to find me is our mothership of the website. Yes. Uh, WeCloseNotes.com is where basically everything is. We've got the podcast, the Note Closure Show, um, 581 episodes, three plus years, a couple million downloads on the radio stations. Um, you can always check us out. We've got a tremendous amount of videos on YouTube. If you just go to WeCloseNotes.tv, that'll take you to our YouTube account. Make sure to subscribe, like. Uh, just a lot of great stuff out there as well for you. And just have a, a remote bottle of wine and crack up. And try to try to calm some fears from nervous mommies and dirt, nervous daddies out there. So, uh, I know. Well, I've we'll been see. just flooded with questions. We hope, we hope so. If not, so hopefully feel, you answered quite a few of those for me. Scott at WeCloseNotes. <laughs> dot com if you have any questions i'm glad to help answer or help give them some advice in any way that can for them and make sure you hit the subscribe button to this podcast make sure you leave a five-star review while you're there she's doing a great job with her episodes and her special guests i was cracking up binging some of the episodes earlier today we we, we as podcasters all love it when our listeners <laughs> reach out so why mommy nation subscribe and leave a review for emma right now Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mommy Wines Podcast. Make sure to leave a rating and review. To support the show you love, check out the exclusive branded merchandise on themommywines.com. For extra sassy, honest, and potentially controversial content, make sure to join me over on the Mommy Wines Patreon. Also, don't forget to check out the other shows on the MW Network. If you love scary stories and true crime, You'll love Tales After Dark. More shows are coming soon, so make sure to stay connected on social at Mommy Wines Podcast. And until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.